Blog Talk Radio. God, we're grateful. Because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God. Because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength in our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, O oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord. But we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's, God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord. Where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world, God. We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, and you're no short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, and give us a refilling, Lord, that when we leave here today, Lord, huh? we can leave with your anointing, Lord, huh? that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, huh? they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Huh? In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Huh? We thank you because you are a healer. Huh? You're the God that healeth thee, huh? and healing is in your wings, huh? and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Huh? You're able to save our troubled souls, huh? and in the name of Jesus, huh? bind every demon, Lord, huh? every demonic force, Lord. Huh? God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord. Uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find, God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you. Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our troubled lives, Lord. Touch on the day, God.
God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise. It was meant to kill me, sin to destroy me, and I thought that it would, and I thought that it should, cause I messed up so many times, I went left when you said right, I'll understand if you wanna let me go, let me go, let me go, but you held on to me, and you wouldn't let me go, and you wouldn't let me go, go. And what the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. What the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. I thought that it was, yeah. 
but it's working for me. good and I know a lot of times we forget that the enemy is at work and we think it's us and the way we think and the way we did something no the devil is coming against you especially the more you grow in the word of God the more you grow in God the more you decide to walk in his way and not your own way the enemy is coming and his job is to steal kill and destroy if we look at John chapter 10 and verse 10, this is what it says. The devil come but to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus come now that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about Jesus today because in this hour, listen to me, we must depend on him. I know we want to depend on the husband, the wife, the job, the this, the that. But we must depend on the son of the true and living God, the S-O-N, the one that he sent to set us free. So if whom the son set free is free indeed, anything we need, he can supply. He go to the father and the father do it. He go to the father and the father tell him how to do it. But we got to trust him. We got to believe in him. And coming into the new year, God was telling us about some things. He was Reminding us of some things that we we got to let go. And one of them is our flesh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Many of us go to church in the flesh and leave the church in the flesh. We don't go in the spirit and leave in the spirit. That's why nothing is really great happening for us per se. Oh, you may be getting a little friction, but you want the true, thorough blessings of God. You want uncommon favor, uncommon blessings, and uncommon miracles from God. This is what you want. You want to be a great witness unto him. You don't want to be ashamed of him. You don't want to be ashamed of the gospel. But if you go to church in your flesh and leave in your flesh, it's the same. If you sit around or walk around in your house or your job or wherever you go in the flesh, 
in the natural, no spirit, that's what you're going to have. So we want to look at depending on Jesus. I want to talk about some things this morning. Uh, and one of them is going to be this, because everybody needs food, F-O-O-D. Everybody at some point or another needs medical. Everybody needs a roof over their head. Everybody needs clothes, whether it be summer, winter, spring, or fall. We all going to need something to cover these bars with. So look. If you don't find this in stores, if you don't have money to purchase it, if you can't get what you feel you need because they say, uh, oh, I'm sorry, we're not renting uh, to people with that type income. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, they're closing this uh, place because this, this, and that. What would you do? If they came in, let's say you're renting. Let's say you're renting an apartment or a condo or whatever you rent. And they come in and they told you we can no longer rent to you or rent to you at this price. The price is going up $1,000 more. What would you really do? Talk to me. Or should I say talk to God? And tell him, what would I do, Lord? Mm-hmm. Because what's happening, you need that. That's not a want, that's a need. I know it would be scary, it would be traumatizing for many, especially seniors. Mm-hmm. I'm a senior. That would just devastate me to a certain point, but I would I would know what to do. If they came in and they said, uh, we're out of this mess and we don't know when we'll get it again. You, you, you got to have these meds. Yeah. They put you on them and you can't get off them. And without them, you don't know what to do. What would you do? Food. They call them something organic. I never knew about organic food before until a few years back. Where I come from, they grew it out the ground. They use natural fertilizer to grow natural food out of the ground. And it wasn't called organic. It was just called squash. It was just called apples. It was just called cucumbers. Uh, It was just called cabbage, corn, okra. Didn't have a name to it. Like organic. Uh Uh-huh. So it shows us that if they're calling this organic to let to make you think you're getting fresh out of the ground food, that other stuff that we've been buying, it never was real. Rice, cabbage, I'll always be surprised. But if there was no more food, you could send out, you could go to the grocery store every day, all day, but there's never no food on the shelves. And then you see stores closing. What would you do? Some of us, we have plenty of clothes and shoes for each each season of the year, but still, what would you do? Because some of that's going to wear out because you can't get no more clothes, no more shoes. Some of that is going to wear out. 
You're going to lose weight because no food. And if you're not a seamstress and know how to sew, your clothes are going to be big. What would you do? Yeah. While you think on that, I'm going over to Matthew's, and this is uh, Matthew's chapter 3. And I'm looking at 11. John the Baptist was on the scene baptizing, and he's explaining, there's one coming after me that was preferred before me. Whose shoe latches I'm not even worthy to untie. He's going to talk about this. But I want to read this little clip part, and we're moving on. We're coming back to one more song request for the morning, and then we'll come back and we're going to talk about some things. But in verse 11, it says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. It's John talking. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, that's what he said. That's what John telling the crowd. He was, he was preferred before me, but he's coming after me. I'm not even worthy to bear his shoes. And I baptize you with water, but he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He said, and with fire. Anybody ever heard somebody say this? Uh, it's like fire shut up in my bones. Anybody ever heard that before? Because, listen, that's what it feels like. And I know in this day and time, we want our flesh to be pleased because we like entertainment. We like a good time. We like to feel good. I love to laugh. But the beginning of the year, God comes reminding us of some things we got to do. And one of them is not walking more in the flesh than in the spirit this year of 2020 because there are some things coming your way. I know everything, the sun's shining, and uh, you got your job, and everything looking good, and you may have two pennies past the rent money, and, you know, things going well. You're you even supplying for other people and taking care of other people, and you're giving here and you're giving them. But listen, I'm here to tell you some things coming, big things. There's another wave of this variance of what they're calling covid it's here right now, if I tell you the truth. It's worse than ever. You're going to get to see, because they keep things down so that it don't uh, alarm the crowd and they don't have a stampede and all this stuff. But look, keep bleach. Yeah, bleach, Lysol, COVID, whatever you can get to keep the house sanitized and things. Do this. Not only this, be careful who you are around and how many people you're around. Even people live in the house with you, be careful because they're not thinking like that and they're going out and bringing back in because they don't really know, they don't really pay attention. They're not trying to walk in the spirit. They're walking more in the flesh. And when you talk to them about spiritual things, they may listen, but that's that's not their plight. That's not where they're going. So you got to cover yourself today. Yeah, you got to pray in your house. You got to tell God what you need. He supply need. Lord, I need these people to stop going out so much coming back in my house. And I plead the blood of Jesus over everything in here. Anything that think it want to come in here that's not supposed to be in here, I bind it up and cast it to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. We got a war this year. We got to fight on. I promise you we do. You got to have your sword in your hand, the word of God. You got to keep fighting. You got to have prayer this year. If you look out, look out. I want you to pay attention. 
where I live, I have never seen so many accidents since I've been here. I had one. I I, I got here. They say the 16 by the 18, a man had hit me in the back. Drinking. Mm-hmm. Older people, retired people, love the sauce now. You got a lot of them love that sauce and will drive while they're drinking the sauce. They already got problems because their mobility is not what it used to be. So imagine you got to choose a good few doses of good sauce in you. Oh, yeah, you, you, you're not in control. December, January, I have never seen so many accidents. It's showing me things. So look, we want to be covered. We want to walk in the spirit that God bless us more. We want to give more to God this year than we give the job, than we give family, than we give our homes. We want to give more to God this year. When all this stuff come along, we want to be covered. And this is not all that's going to be coming along. I'm here to tell you now. Yeah. Just imagine you couldn't get your medicine. You had no food. See, I go pray over my pantries and wait. For God to supply. I wait for him to tell me, oh, you got this and that in there. You can make this and that with that. Yeah, because I don't believe my cupboards would be bare, ever. I serve a true and living God that have all power. There's no higher power. But there would be many don't know about this. There would be many can't do this. Because they're not in the spirit, never really been. They've just been in the spirit to feel what they want to feel so they can know the truth and they can get them something from God. See, we come used and still in 2023. We don't want to use God. We want him to use us. Hallelujah. But I wanted to read that verse 11. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. We're going to come back to this and talk a little bit more because we must depend on Jesus. Stop thinking you're dependent on yourself. You can't do nothing without God. Without God, we can do absolutely nothing. Wherever you go, you're taking him with you. If you say you're saved, wherever you go, you got a spirit living in you. Whatever you're doing, he's doing it with you. I remember telling you about the time I went to the club and he showed me, okay, you're here, I'm in here with you. No joke, no joke. <laughs> I left that running. Y'all hear me? I left that running. Oh, no, I'm not taking God in no club. But we're so used to being comfortable with us and what pleases us, we don't even realize what we do affects him. Because we're too busy doing us, and we think he's pleased with it because he don't strike us down. But we don't want to take God clubbing. We don't want to take God committing adultery. We don't want to take God fornicating. We don't want to take God lying and, and, and cheating and trying to get something for nothing. That's not what we do. What we want to do is just be straight up here. Everywhere we go, everywhere we want to be, we want Jesus to be ours. And we don't want to take him nowhere he shouldn't be. But if you got him, wherever you go, I promise you, you're taking him with you. One day you'll get to see this again and be like, oh, my goodness, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. Because you don't think. 
See, in this new year, we got we got to come a spiritual people. We got to become a, the real people of God, the real saints of God, the real Christians of God, the true believers in 2023. Listen, if you look away, if you if you're 15 and over, I want you to look around. Things has really changed, really changed, and they're changing the more and rapidly, quickly, quickly. Things are changing. You want to get your business fixed with God. You want to serve him before you leave here all that you can. You want to talk of his wondrous works, make known his deeds among all the people that you can. Because it's not about you and what you think and how you dress and how you look. That is called the, the, the uh, social club. If that's what you're doing, you're a member of a social club. But if you are in the house of prayer, the house of God, you're getting all you can and coming out and taking all where you can. We, but I, I noticed too, people come here and they listen to me. They're not hearing God. They hear me. And then what they do, they walk in what I say and not in what God is saying. I can tell the difference just as good. You you can tell by the conversation. It, it, but anyway, this is what we want to do. We want to get all we can from Jesus in the morning in the spirit. We want the spirit of God moving for us. We don't want no Barbara moving for us. She come to tell us what he said. And I want to hear what he said. I don't want to hear what she said. She gives testimonies of what he has done. It's not what she did. It's what he has done through her and for her. So we got to wake up in 2023 and walk in the spirit and stop walking in our flesh. Stop being natural people. And be more spiritual people. Give God more. I know many of us saw what love got to do with it. She told Adam May, show God a little more respect than that. What? You don't even want the girl to praise God. Don't have some respect. And I looked at that. I said, now see, that's a church goer. That's a pew one. Because if you praise God, he's going to bless you. He don't need no dead, quiet ministries. That's not what he wants. He said, come before him with thanksgiving. We got to come before him with our mouth open, telling him thank you. We want to come before him singing loud to let him know, Lord, we love you. And we love singing about you. We love praying, I mean, talking about you in your house. He blessed me so yesterday, I didn't know what to do. I had two different churches I was supposed to go to. It was freezing here. I got asthma. I wasn't going to be able to do it for him like that. Yeah, because I, I, I don't have to have that building like most people. He's in here with me. He's out, he, he, they call him omnipresent. He was over there at them two churches, but he certainly was in here with me. And he blessed me to get much done. I'd been sick in December. And uh, some things, you know, I needed to get done in here. And he came back yesterday and he blessed me. Yeah, on Sunday, honey. I got the comforters done, the blanket sheets. Yeah, I got stuff done. Had to be thoroughly clean, and you have to take your time. And then, um, you know, just different things. I was able to cook a meal and run it over to some people. Huh? Huh? Talk to me now. Yeah, I was able to go out early and go do the mail and prison pen pal. Yeah, I know you haven't heard me talk about that, but that's still going on. That's still going on. We must be about the father's business. 
And a lot of things I don't explain because I'm busy, but it's about the father's business. It's not about my business. And he take good care of me because I work unto him and the benefits are limited. They are unlimited. And see, some of us, we want the benefits of man. I want the benefits of God. See, when they diagnose you with asthma, guess what? He comes back and heals you. And you never knew you had. He healed your lungs and everything like they brand new. The benefits of God. Yeah, they say, oh, well, we're going to have to cut a couple of toes off. No, he healed the whole feet, both feet. And when they look at it, they're like, oh, what did you? Yeah. The benefits of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. They say drink lots of liquids, lots of fluids. Well, I tried some other things, but I could only really do water. And I ain't never been able to drink that much water. And I always wanted to, but I couldn't because I, I love water, but not like that. I found myself drinking an eight-pack, I mean a 12-pack of eight-ounce little bottles, cute little bottles of water. And I'm going to look at the bottle because it might be four ounces, but I think it's eight. Yeah, eight ounces, about 12 of these a day. I couldn't believe that. I never did that before. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. And then they tell you when you're hydrated, your urine will be clear. Yeah, urine clear like water. Hydrated. These are the benefits of Almighty God. Energy yesterday, I have not had that kind of energy, and I don't know when. Vegetables. Vegetables giving the energy. I ate anything I wanted yesterday, but I kept moving. Oh, I got a lot done in here. Because if you're going to eat, you got to move. If you're going to eat, you got to move because you got to burn that up. God is faithful. And even in that, if that's what you want, if you want to lose weight, you want to be healthier, he's the man with the master plan. We go to him for every little thing, and we got to stop being fake and follow these other people and get a real relationship with God, a real relationship with God, not according to what these other people say, but according to what you know for yourself. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchangeable hand, because when you and your household start going through them, other people are going to forget you. I don't care how long they've been preaching. I don't care how long they've been pastoring. I don't care how long they're in leadership. They're going to be concerned about their house and not yours. So follow anybody you want to, but please, let's follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I got to go to this one right quick because they say they always requested that I don't play it, but I'm playing it this morning.
just turned 30. I was working as a juvenile probation officer. Um, I was uh, I was married. I uh, had a little three-year-old girl. Uh, I was training for my second marathon. I was playing ultimate frisbee, and uh, I'd been living in Austin for a while, just uh, trying to accept the fact that I'd officially gotten old and turned. Wait a minute, y'all. Did I touch something here? I'm looking. Okay, let's start over. I was had just turned 30. I was working as a juvenile probation officer. Um, I was uh, I was married. I uh, had a little three-year-old girl. Uh, I was training for my second marathon. I was playing ultimate frisbee. And uh, I'd been living in Austin for a while, just uh, trying to accept the fact that I'd officially gotten old and turned 30. And I was at a coworker's birthday party on um, the 5th of November of 2010. I, I always say, remember, remember the 5th of November. And all of a sudden, I couldn't read the menu. And that's the last thing I remember. And apparently, a little while later, I I woke up and there's an EMT above me. And she says, "You had a grand mal seizure. We need to go to the hospital." I'm like, "You need to calm down." <laughs> She's like, "That's like the fourth or fifth time we've had this conversation." And we would get in the ambulance. Finally, I, I finally conceded and. Uh, it was the most expensive taxi ride of my life. It was two miles, and uh, um, but then we got there, and the ER doctor said most people will, uh, about a fifth of the human population will have a seizure at some point in their life. I didn't know that, but a huge percentage of them we don't find out why because it's a one-time occurrence. It may be heat exhaustion or just something misfires, or we're gonna do a CAT scan and see what we can figure out. Um, that's how I just, I mean, between kindergarten and college, I had missed five days of school for the chicken pox. In the entirety of my work career, I started working I was full-time since I was 14. I had never called in sick. And so I thought maybe it was just some kind of injury. I didn't know what it would be. But after the CAT scan, they come in, they're like, well, something is showing. We're going to do an MRI. And... I'm like, okay, and uh, it hadn't quite hit me yet, and we do the MRI, and we get back, and a doctor goes, well, something is showing in your MRI. We're going to need to admit you, and my best friend had been there earlier, and but he had left to go get my car because they told me I wasn't going to be able to drive it, and he was going to coordinate somebody driving my car home, and when they told me that I had an IV in my arm, I ripped it out, and I walked out of the hospital. And he happened to be coming back in. He's like, where are you going? I was like, I'm, I'm leaving. And I was like, did they say you could leave? I'm like, no, but I'm leaving. And he, he walked me back in. And then they admitted me. This had all started over lunch. And by the time I got into a, through all these tests and proper hospital room, it was like five-ish. Five five. But I wouldn't get to see 
a neurosurgeon till about nine o'clock that night. And he shows me the MRI and says, I think you have some kind of brain tumor. Um, I don't know what it is, but I think it's some kind of brain tumor. And he looks at the MRI and I'm like, well, rub some dirt in it, man. And he looks at me and he's like at the MRI and he looks at me. He's like, and if you look here, <laughs> he didn't know what to say. And um, Unfortunately, because this was a Friday afternoon, said this is a considered an emergency procedure so we can't do the biopsy till Monday I'm like well can I leave and just come back Monday and somebody explained that it would be more expensive because of two different hospital admissions and because I had to stay in the hospital so Saturday I just sat around friends came by we played some board games we played a poker game so we you know by Sunday I was tired of just sitting around and so I asked the doctor if I could go running and he nobody's ever asked that before and like I'm gonna have to check and he made arrangements to where I was supposed to just stay on the hospital grounds and just I mean it was a huge block and run around and I had a friend who was an EMT who was gonna run with me and there was a nurse at the front and we were supposed to check in after every after every turn around the block after a couple of times I'm like you know we're gonna be out here a while and go back in we've got a cell phone with us he's an EMT and I think she was bored just sitting there, so she went back up, and as soon as she did, I actually ran off the hospital ground. And I, you know, unless my insurance is listening, then I was at the hospital the whole time. And, <laughs> the, um, and I, we would cover the beginning of the Austin Marathon course, and he, he didn't know. He was like, what are you doing? But he stayed with me, and we got back. And, you know, I got some advice. It was a biopsy, and what was said was that, you know, as, as brain surgery goes, this is minor. There's no such thing as minor brain surgery. So the biopsy happened right before Veterans Day, and um, then I got out of the hospital the day after Veterans Day. Somehow there was some confusion, so I ended up being there an extra day longer than I was supposed to. And the results were supposed to take, just to send them to John Hopkins for a second opinion, and then the neurosurgeon only had office da uh, days once a week. And on the day I was supposed to go get him, go get them from him, they they took the staples out. Um, but the doctor had been called in for an emergency surgery, and the nurse assistant, I'm not sure, the the person at the office said, I can't, I can't give you the results. I'm like, you have them? She's like, yes, but the doctor has to be the one that tells you that. And because it was around Thanksgiving, it would be the better part of a month before I'd get the biopsy results. And so that was uh, no fun. I kept joking around that, well, the suspense is killing me, but if something's killing me, it's probably not the suspense. So when the results finally came in, you know, they told me I had, I had brain cancer, uh, uh, grade two diffuse astrocytoma, and that it was in my left temporal lobe near the memory and language centers. And we were going to do some more tests to explore what the options were.
right here. We can live right here on the earth. 
The songwriter said, why should I long for my heavenly home when Jesus is my portion? A constant friend is he. His eyes is on the sparrow, and I know he's watching over me. We don't have to be in a rush to go, but we need to be in a rush to walk in the spirit of God. We need to be in a rush to do the will of God. We need to be in a rush to let him heal our hearts and minds. Let this mind be in me that was also in your son, Christ Jesus. Each morning, Father, fix my heart and regulate my mind. Let me walk in the spirit. Don't let me walk in the craziness, Lord, because you didn't give me the spirit of fear. You gave me power, love, and a sound mind. I want to operate in a sound mind, Lord. I don't want to be out here operating like these other people. I don't want to be out here fake and phony. I don't want to have a form of godliness and deny the power thereof. Father, I don't want to honor you in my with my lips and my heart be far from me. In 2023, I want my lips and my heart to line up together. What I say out of my mouth, I want it to come from my heart. I want to mean it. If I tell you I want to work unto you, I mean it. But we let these people train us. We are allowing these people to train us their way and tell us what they think the word means. If you're a minister, if you, you're a prophet, if you're a preacher, if you're a pastor, you're a deacon, whatever, evangelist, what, I need you seeking God for yourself. I don't need you to follow up what somebody told you God told them you are. No, I need you to get on them rusty knees for yourself. We call them rusty knees in the South. I need you to get on them knees for yourself and begin to talk to God about the walk that he desired for you. Begin to talk about the work that he either chose you for or called you to, or he chose and called you to. That that's that's what's happening right there. That's what the world's saying that that's what's happening right there. Yeah, that is what's happening right there. You know why? If we get it right with God, we can get it right everywhere. If I get it right with God, when I go into Publix, I can touch a life in Publix shopping. Grocery store. If I just happen to go to Walmart, I can take several lives in Walmart before I come out of there. When this, because we got to have grocery, the pharmacist, the doctor's office, the dentist's office, the foot, wherever I go on the job, wherever I go, I can touch a life for God. But a Christian, they touching lives for their family members and themselves. Uh, they feel they need more. The more God gives us, the more we need. I was looking at some things the other day I did, and I began to pray about that thing. Because I thought I was buying the stuff for somebody else, I ended up having it. And I, I said, Lord, I don't want to do this. All year long, if I'm buying, I'm going to buy for the Christmas holidays that I can give people. I don't want to buy for me. And I don't want to waste finances in no kind of way. I want to take all that you give me and use it, and not just for me, but for others that are in dire straits. But you got to lead and guide me in who to give to and how to give. Because let me tell you something, people won't, but they, they, they're not going to really do too much work now. Uh, if you do the work, they're not going to do it. Got to give a plan, a purpose, and they hear it and all of that, but uh, they're going to do only so much. Yeah. 
So we need to be in prayer that we'll walk in the spirit more in 2023 than we've ever walked in our entire lives. Yeah, we want to walk more in the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Listen, we are going back to the book of Matthews. But this was happening. Things are changing very fast. Like by the second. I'm telling you, by the second. I, yesterday, I could go to do this. I'm not going it completely has changed. Oh, it, it, it moves so quick. Some of the stuff on the internet, I don't even bother with no more because I can't even read it. And everybody wants you to be self-doing. You want my money, but you want me to do the work. What in the foolishness? You want me to come to Walmart, but I got to have a self-checkout. No, you're not paying me for that. I come to purchase from you to bless your business, and you're not going to put me to work. Everything online, read this, read this, read that. Do you know how many things I'm trying to do online and all this reading? Are you kidding me? I'm not giving you my money and I do the work. I'm giving you my money so you can do the work. Everything is quick, fast, and in a hurry. The lawn service come and stay 10 minutes and want $40. The man come yesterday to turn my pool pump off. He wanted 50 for a 10-minute thing. Just, just snatch it out, flip it over, and push it back in. For $50. Everybody want quick and your money. Cleaning service come, come for an hour. Uh, it's two hours. I got to read re- mine. And they want $80. But they just want to swipe over stuff and go. They don't want to do no deep dusting. You know, you, you do all the heavy stuff and they just come and wipe up for your money. Kind of foolishness. Everything is changing, 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 changing. I'm telling you, quick. Things have already changed, but changing more. And not all for the good of the people. The world ways of thinking and doing things bring about many bad changes that are not good for people. The believer of God. What did I do to this? I touch stuff right now. I don't mean to, but I touch it. Get later, especially. Okay. The believers, yeah, the believers of and in God will have more help than needed. Things are coming that the believer will only have because they will have to speak and the things will appear. Did you hear what I said? They will have because things are coming that are that the believer will only have because they will have to speak it and things will appear. If you don't speak it, you're not getting nothing. If you don't talk to God about it, you're not getting anything. I'm here to tell you, big things coming our way. Big things coming our way. And we just still around here, uh, I guess the same business as usual. But I want to walk more spiritually than I've ever walked this year. I want to believe in God more than I've ever believed in him this year. I want to trust him more than I ever trusted him this year, 2023. 
and it's going to prime the pump. I'm going to get the practice in. I'm going to get the perfect practice that makes perfect end. That when 2024 come, it be still my life and I'm still here. I'm going to be better than I was in 2023. And I still want to draw nearer to him. I still want to know more about him. I still want to obey him more. I still want to follow him more. I still want to be about him more. Let my flesh go. It's no good thing in this flesh. It's trouble. It's nothing but trouble. And I feel so bad for a lot of women. I do, I do, I do. Church going women, uh, uh, all kind of women say that. Oh, I just feel bad for them because they can't let go. They got to have what they got to have in the natural instead of seeking God in the spirit. That's how they got in that, in that trouble the first part. They really wasn't seeking God. They really were seeking for what the flesh wanted. And that devil came in and tricked them through their flesh. Same thing with me. But in 2023, we want to make our calling and election sure. In 2023, we don't want no playing and no foolishness and it could have, would have, should have, might be. No, no, no. We're going to know because we want the patience to sit down to wait on God. Lord, if you don't speak, I'm not moving. I don't care who else moving. If you don't speak to me, I am not moving. I only want it if you let me know this is it. Yeah. Because, see, even the very elite in God will be tricked. Yes. So I thank God. I thank God for Jesus. Yes. He's the author finisher of our faith. We need him. Can't make it without him. Mm-hmm. Without him, we can do nothing. We need him. We need him. And, see, we only want to give him a little bit. And the rest for ourselves. Uh huh. Wanna give him a little bit, and we take the rest for ourselves. See, because we like entertainment, we like to party, we like to eat, we like to laugh, we like to drink, we like to sit around and just have fun and hang out and all of this, and that's a good thing. So take not the assembly of yourself together, but check this out. I'm going to assemble with God more than I am man. Now, that's what I want to do. Everything is not for everybody, I can tell you that. But I want to be the one that sit around hanging out with God all day. They they sing a song that says, I just want to walk around here, all day. Somebody said, Lord up above, won't you hear, hear my cry, hear my plea, I think it is. I need you. I need you by my side. Listen, I want to be by his side. I need him by mine, but I want to be by his. And if in 2023 we can all wake up together, I'm telling you, we'll get on one accord and shake this nation. But we're trying to shake the nation with money. We're trying to shake the nation in our flesh. It won't work. Spiritual and carnal, it's against each other. We go all the way back to this scripture all the time. If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then with God, I hear from heaven, he said, heal the sins Forgive the sins and heal the land. 
But we round here trying to do it. We come up with all kind of stuff. But until we humble ourselves and pray, seek his face, get on one accord, it will be all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going back to Matthews now. We looked at John the Baptist out, out there baptizing. And he told him, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. You know what repentance is? You ask God to forgive you. I baptize unto that, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I. It's another one coming after me who's greater than I am. I can only do so much for you, in other words. See, the preacher can only do so much for you, the pastor, the evangelist, the prophet. We can only do so much for you. It's Jesus that can fix it all. I've never seen so many apostles without no uh, uh, people, without no churches, without no commission. I've never seen so many apostles. So many prophets, and I, I'm like, my goodness, where are the evangelists? That's who I'm looking for. I'm looking for them gospel spreaders. I'm looking for those that take the commission around the world. I'm looking for those that go out where nobody know they're going out, and they're crying loud and staring not. And when they come back in, they bring fish. That's who I'm looking for. Sometimes the fish come in and don't say nothing. You don't even know it's a new fish that comes. God cleaned it, scaled it, gutted it, washed it up. Ooh, and made it look so good. And we sit back talking about some nonsense. He said he wished that none should perish pew sitters. I'm talking about the folk that go to church and sit on the pew. I'm talking about them that's at home, talking about unbelieving and they watching TV and all but watching church on TV. What's your job? What are you doing for God? Who are you drawing to him? Because he said if he be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. He brought us some reminders the first day of the year. We got to remember. And we got to remember this, to keep our mind on him. Anything jump off this bad, he, look here. He will keep you in perfect peace. Listen, quiet testimony, right? Quickly, we're going to get on with the word. My granddaughter had that. A bad accident and went through the wind, flying through the through the windshield. And the way this thing happened is the weirdest thing. And <clears throat> she broke up. <clears throat> they literally had to put her back together. Her jaw, <laughs> her spine, her hip. Literally gotta put her back together because she broke herself up. Well, about two weeks or so had gone on, and my son, Lonnie, he hadn't made it here from Alaska yet, went Washington State, and because uh, he had to wait to come out of Alaska to get to Washington State so he could fly in because everything was froze up. Well, he finally get here, and he, you know, worked with the people because, you know, he do uh, nursing and therapy, and uh, the lady he's friends with, she's an MD, and so uh, they he gets here, and he well, before they get here, you know, they get a medical plan that's going to help them, da-da-da-da-da, work with the trauma nurse, the doctor. He get here, he working it out. So 
he go out there and everything. The next thing I know, Kalani, that's the grandbaby name, he said, well, it's only temporarily now, Mama. You know, it's only temporarily. This didn't, you know, just went, continued on. But she sat up in the chair. And she thought he was her uncle, my, my son, Yusuf. We call him Bree. And he said, she thought I was Bree. He said that I had to explain everything to her, you know. And the way he kind of sounded, he kind of sounded a little bit disappointed, just a tad bit. So I told him, I said, I've been off my computer for a couple of days, so I didn't, you know, see, because I've been busy in here doing cleaning and cleaning and cleaning. And when I saw that, they gave me hope. Because the Lord showed me what you prayed. I told you I heard you the first time. New Year's Day, I heard you and what you said concerning your granddaughter. Now look at this, what I've done already. Look at what I've done. When you go through severe trauma, it's going to take you a while to get back right. It's not in man's timing. It's in God's timing. And if we just had the patience to wait on him, he's coming and he's going to fix it all. So I know there'll be a little bit of long time getting her back to the place where she needs to be. I know it'll take a while. And I know it'll take a responsible person to help her to get back in. But just as able, as soon as she's able to come out of the hospital, uh, out of rehab, because they're sending her to rehab, I'll be able to go see her and talk to her. But I can't go where there's a lot of contagious people, hospitals, nursing homes, rehab. All this, I can't go in these places that they warn me against it, the doctor. And I'm going to follow these instructions. But uh, And there's a reason for that, too. There's a, he's not sending me that way. Uh-huh. But anyway, it's, it's like this. If we pray for something, God will do it. Sometimes it's a severe task. It's a hard thing. And we don't think that he's moving. But if you watch the signs, you're going to see God moving in your prayers. What you pray for, you're going to see he's showing you, I heard you the first time. I'm doing this. I heard you the first time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But we've got to give him more and give us less. There's a place and a time for everything. There's nothing new under the sun. What you see has gone on before. But in 2023, we want to give God more. Yeah. And if he bless us to make it to 2024, we want to give God more. He's worthy this morning. Check your life out. I tell you what, do what they did on why I, I shouldn't get married or something. I don't forget the name of the movie. Get your two lists and write uh, the bad list and the good list. See which one outweigh the other. That good list going to outweigh that bad list because he woke you up every morning for how many years you are old. Before you came to him, he yet took care of you. While coming to him, he yet took care of you. The day he's yet taking care of you. Some of us, he has blessed our family. My family is a blessed family. Been through the storm and lots of rain, but we made it. And we making it by the grace and the mercy and the love of God. And many of y'all can say the same thing this morning. He has done it for us too, Barbara. He has blessed my family. We've had trauma. We had this. We dysfunctional. We got alcoholics. We got 
drug abusers. We got pedophiles in our family. We got all kinds of things, but God is yet blessing us. So there's no perfect family. But the family of God should be perfect. And we are not perfect. We're against one another. In the house of God, we come to see what's going on. We don't come to support and help nobody. We come to see what's going on with what's going on with or not. Because you ain't got no real love in your heart. God is love. And the way I see these people act, that's not love. I'm like, what in the world? They said they had the Holy Ghost and that's the love they got. Yeah, God is love. If you got him, you know how to love people unconditionally. Just let it go. And it's all right. But anyway, back to the book of Matthew, because we must depend on Jesus in 2023 to get to where we need to go. If you love him and you want more of him and you want to walk in him and not in you, guess what? Pray is praying time. You want it, you ask for it. You want it, you seek God for it. You want it, you knock on the door so he can give it to you today. Yeah, because you know how much you want it. Hallelujah. We look at that verse 12 now. It says, now guess what he said. In the ending of chapter, uh, I mean, yeah, verse 3, is it? Y'all know I forget something. Yeah. In the ending of verse 3, chapter 11, the ending of chapter 3, verse 11, thank you. He said this, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Something's going to burn up fooling around with you. It's going to burn up. 12 says, whose fan is in his hand? And he would thoroughly plug, purge his floors and gather his wheat into the gardeners. But he will burn up the chase and unquenchable with unquenchable fire. See, he said he was giving you the Holy Ghost with fire. Anything that's come your way that's not God, it'll burn up. It can't touch you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Yeah. But we got to be walking in him. And he's walking in us. We got to have him. He's got to have us. Well, first, he got to have us, and then we can have him. The next thing is this. We got to have his spirit living in us. And we got to let that fire be burning. And anything that comes your way that's not Jesus, we're going to let the fire of the Holy Ghost burn it. Not only that, we're going to speak against it. The fire going to come out of our mouth, the anointing in the words, and we say it's going to stop it. The only way it don't stop, that's not God's plan. And see, sometimes, like I say, we put things together. I married my first husband. Well, the only man, ex-husband I ever married. And, yeah. I did that. I'm looking at the outer appearance. Never consider what was really in this man's heart. Mm. Mm. He considered me. He wanted children. He wanted this. He wanted that. I could do it. So he considered me and we came together in marriage. Nothing about the plan of God, nothing about building really uh, for us and the children is what we wanted to do. We did it. Uh, uh, that's all I can say. That's all it makes me say. But we got to be about the father's business today. Yeah. We got to run on in Jesus' name. And it's already all right. It's already all right. So look, whose fan is in his hand? And he would thoroughly purge 
his floor and gather his wheat into the garner. Now that's us, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. That's that's not like him. He gonna burn it up. But us, he gonna he gonna get us together and and, and put us in a place where we should be. But today we need to be seeking him so we can get there in that place where he would have us to be, not where we want to be. So there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. I'm going to say that one more time. There is a way that seems right to a man or woman, but the end thereof is destruction. It's going to destroy you because you think you're in the right place at the right time, no man. you sitting in the devil's special spot. You his VIP. Don't even know it. Prayer is the key. Your faith going to unlock the door. You can ask God for anything. It's already on the way. If it's spiritual. Hallelujah. 13 says, then comes Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized in him. <laughs> Here comes Jesus. Tell somebody. Here comes Jesus. Hallelujah. When he show up on the scene, special things happen. Has it happened for you? I've never known anybody who truly met Jesus and remained the same. I couldn't. I thought that I would. I thought that I should, but I couldn't. After I met Jesus, I was no longer the same. The cussing went out the window. All the pride went out the window. Yeah, all of the uh, trying to show other folks what I'm about, how... uh, Low-key I am, but with the low-keyness, there's some specialness to it. All of that, uh, it's just weird, but all of that went out the window. I no longer needed that once I met Jesus because what I realized, I didn't need to show the world my style. I needed to show the world his style. Ooh, look at him. His style was so different and unique. There's no copying it. There's no duplicating it. They say often imitate it, but never duplicate it. You cannot do him. You cannot do him. And he said to be like him. He said to be like his son, Jesus. You can't duplicate it. Yeah. You can only have so much, and then it drops off because you can't do the rest. Ooh. The way, the truth, and the life, and my life. Hallelujah, Jesus. So then comes Jesus from Galilee to Jordan, uh, unto John, to be baptized of him. Verse 14 says, But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and come, bow to me. And that's our, some of our plight right there, too. Some of our downfall right there. We should go. And be of God. And stop being weak all the time. Stop always thinking we the building. We we the one in need. I need prayer. I need prayer. Yeah, well, we, we can never get enough prayer. But look at how about somebody else getting some prayer. Instead of you waking up praying for you, how about waking up praying for somebody else? How about having somebody else on your mind and take the time and pray for them? Instead of running to the altar every Sunday for you and your family, how about running up there for you and uh, and another family you don't even really know that well? I him with the pride and the foolishness. And that's why God showed up and knocked a lot of socks off 
knock a lot of legs from under people because you're out here with the nonsense. Your mind ain't on Jesus. It's on what you got and what you think you're showing people you got and how you're doing it. And your legs come from under you. Because you don't think about nobody but yourself all the time. Self, self, self. My, my, me, me, I. Come on. Jesus, God so loved the world. We got to love them. We don't always have to hang out and do what they do, but we got to love them. And we see them and die straight. Many days without saying a word to them, we need to pray for them. Speak life to them. We never know who God going to draw in the end. Yeah. Jesus says, John, but John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou unto me. Lord, just come and help me in my house. Lord, just come and help me in my family. Lord, my job, my car, my insurance, Lord, my husband, my children. Lord, I want a pitiful. And go to church every Sunday. Church, few warmers. I'm telling you. 15 says, and Jesus answered and said unto him, suffer it to be so now. But thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. Look, suffer it to be so now. <coughs> but thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Hey, let it be because God said it was. Whatever the Father said it was going to be, I know it was going to be this. I'm going to do it and glad to do it. But so come on then. Come on, come on, come on. This is will of the Father. Let's do this, Jesus. Come on. 16 said, and Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were open unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And when Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. Look, he obeyed the Father. Now, he, he and God was one. He and God, they are one. But he obeyed God. He obeyed the Father. And look what happened to him. Took him straight up out of the water. He got to see spiritual things. Do we really want to see spiritual things? Because see, when God show us a little spiritual, we go to running over there. Tell me, what 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 gonna happen in the future? Uh uh, do you see me getting that job? You see me getting that house? We go over there with some natural foolishness. We don't go over there with spiritual things. Asking God to touch my hands that when I pray for folks, my hands all up with his anointed oil. And they cup about to run over because guess what? As soon as he allowed me to touch them, they're gonna be totally healed. We don't go over there with that. We go over there talking about, am I going to get that job? Natural foolishness. Because our ways are not his ways and our thoughts are not his thoughts. We don't think like Jesus. We, we don't want to do what he really did. All that he did, we don't really want to do that. We come to him to get what we can. We're not working under him to give him what we can. They asked me one time, "What? Uh, don't ask what your country can do for you. What can you do for your country? I don't ask what God can do for me. I want to ask him, Lord, what can I do for you? And I need you to strengthen me this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, that I will obey your word, that I will obey your voice. And when all else is failing you, God, 
I stand firm to obey you. I stand firm to show you that I love you and that I am truly yours and it's nothing weak. Pew sitters, pew warmers, church goers, listen to Mark. Been missing it. Because they made their mind up to go all the way with God, to walk in the spirit that they don't fulfill the lust of their flesh. I'm telling you again this morning, there's a way that seems right to a man or woman. When it says man in there, that's that generic term. Man or woman. But the end thereof is destruction. Some other scriptures that go off. Woo! But I, I, I didn't pull those out. I didn't pull those. I just pulled this one. Chapter 3, verse 16 said, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were open unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. How many of us want to hear that? How many of us want to hear God say, This is my beloved Son, or this is my beloved daughter, in whom I'm well pleased? Who want to hear it this morning? When we stand before God, we want to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And I know that some people can't take that word faithful because they are not. They're not faithful. So they, now you hear them say, God is good. Because they know they've been to him begging and asking for stuff. I shouldn't have used that word beg. But they've been to him getting stuff, and he's been giving it to them for years, so they know he's good. But when it comes to faithful, what you got to say about God being faithful? Are you faithful unto him? He said he'll give you a crown of life that would never fade away if we would be faithful. But we, we, we're holding on to everything else but being faithful unto God. Seek him now while he can be found. Night is coming out the wild and we won't be able to find it. You was in darkness. He brought you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Let's stop faking church. Let's stop playing church. Let's stop following prosperity and foolishness. And of these people telling us who we are and all this stuff. Let's get right with God for ourselves. If you go to him, I promise you, he will in no wise cast you out. Well, no preacher around when I got saved. Well, no preacher around when he filled me with his spirit. Because he knew what, what was out there. And I didn't want any of that. I said, if I found out you're real, I want to be just as real in you, Father, as you are real. And that's what he did for me. I know what prayer can do, but we got to pray. I know what his word can do, but we got to speak his word. God sent his word and it healed him. And he'll send his word this morning. He's sending it now so we can be healed if we're willing to accept what he says and stop looking at the person that's saying it. Stop looking at people and get your eye on God so you can be blessed. I hear what my spiritual ears, people. I don't hear what my regular ears and looking at them with my regular eyes. You'll be deceived. And see, God is not marked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Uh-huh. So we want to be careful out here today. We really want to be careful out here today what we're doing. hmm Yeah. There's a song that says, I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you. 
Oh, my soul rejoice. Yeah. Called him a king. Be careful. They wanted to be careful in what he hear. And whatever he heard from them, let it be a sweet, sweet sound in his ear. I ask the Lord that when he hear my name, hey, glory, glory, hallelujah, that it puts a satisfying smile on his face when he hear my name. Because I want to please him. I want to do what is pleasing and acceptable in his sight in 2023. But we must depend on him for everything, every little thing. But they caught us off guard too because they caught us wanting money. They caught us feeling we need dollars. We need money. And they caught us wanting it. Wanting money and, and, and always looking for money. Good morning, apostles. God bless you this morning. We're always looking for money because we feel we need it. We're trying to do something and money makes it easy. But I'm here to tell you this morning, if we'll seek God, you'll find out you don't even need money. If you begin to seek God, you're going to find out you don't always need money. You thought you did. When I came in 2010 to do Jesus in the morning, as time was playing on and I'm seeing what these other people do, I thought I needed money. I didn't need a dime, really. He supplied the needs according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. And then he showed me, you don't want to do what these other people done. I sent you with this. If you do what they're doing, that's what it's going to give you that. You're trying to spread the gospel. You're trying to tell people the truth. You're trying to get people to really bow down to God. That that right there won't do that. That'll have some prosperity coming your way, and you'll have more followers than you need, and then they'll worry you to death. Listen, do stay with what I give you, and you're going to be blessed. Well, People started coming and people started going because the people wanted the gift of prophecy to kick in. All they wanted to do was come and get a word. Folks took me out to breakfast to my favorite spot to get a word. And when I looked at that, and, and look here, see, this is what I'm telling y'all. These folks are people in high places in God. People behind the scenes, under the cover, didn't want nobody to know that they was coming to me for a word from God. I'm just telling you how it was going. And I'm looking at all of it. I'm like, Lord, what is going on? I said, this not you. This, they flesh. I said, Father, cut it off. Lord, don't let me prophesy to these people. A word. I said, but Lord, let me give them the word. All 66 books. And they started fading off, fading off, fading off. Yeah. Because, see, they weren't coming for the word of God. He, he would have sent his word and healed them. They couldn't handle that. They just wanted to know a little future tense. I'm going to get the job. And they, if you told them, yeah, you're going to get the job, they'll drop $100 on you for saying, yeah. Do you hear me? Uh, I put in for that application and they wrote me back and they told me I need to get one more uh, thing in there with them and they can approve my mortgage. And uh, 
What day you think I should do that? I say today. They go get the paperwork, turn it in, call me back. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a Messiah. I see him coming on the collar socket. I see him sitting up in the Mitsubishi. They go to speaking in a tongue then. And they'll drop you $300. Look now. All that speaking in tongue. And I got the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy and went on about their business. Still pew sitting. Still pew woman. And made no real changes. And God gave God no more. No more. That praise that Eka Messiah, he coming on the Kawasaki. I see him in the Mitsubishi. That's all he got. Thank you, Jesus. That's all God got. Income tax. Oh, my. I could tell you some things, but I'm going to leave it alone this morning. What you seeking a word for? A word going to pass. He gave you 66 books of word. Get in it and be blessed every day. You ain't even got to worry about your future. Your future looking bright because you walking in the word of God. You walking by faith and not by sight. You seeking God with your whole heart. You delighting yourself in him. He's giving you the desires of your heart. But you want a word, one word, that's going to pass. I want all the words. You hear me? I don't want no a word. I ain't going to nobody tell me, oh, you see me getting that 2024 truck. I'm not going to go for that. A truck. All I got to do is go down there to the dealership, trade this one in, and give me a new one. I got time for that. Lord, I, I, I need to draw closer to you, God. I need to delight myself in you more. Lord, I want to do what's pleasing and accepting you more, unto you more. Lord, I want to walk in the true spirit of the Holy Ghost and not fulfill the lust of my flesh. Lord, I want to see what heaven feels like right here on earth. Ooh, do it for me, Father. And then let me be an obedient servant. I want to obey you with everything I got. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to have my all, Lord, because I got to depend on you. I can't, I can't trust nobody else. There's nobody else there for me. I need you. I can't make it without you, Father. I cannot make it without you. Because without you, I can do nothing. Mm-hmm. I need you. Yeah. Now, after, right after Matthew, the third chapter, right after that now, then Jesus, then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Right after that, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. This is why I know a word won't do you no good. You need all the words, all 66 books. You need every word of God because it's a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. You need more than a word. See, that's people been walking in their flesh so long they don't understand how the spirit is more than the flesh. Because they're confused, if, if I tell you the truth. 
Now, they'll tell you they're not. But see, I hear what you say, but I'm looking at what you're doing, and if what you're saying and what you're doing are two different things, and we know the proof is in the pudding. But right after this, he was tempted of the devil. Verse 2 says, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards a hunger. We in verse 4 and on, I mean, chapter 4 and verse 2 of Matthew. Verse 4, chapter 2. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards a hunger. Boy, he was ready for some groceries. I know he was. He wanted him some pasta. Yeah, I know he wanted him some uh, uh, roasted turkey leg, that, that, that smoke kind. He wanted it all. And uh, I know I would have wanted that. I can't say what Jesus would, what, what he wanted, but I would have wanted some food. Three says, when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. And that's what he tells the preacher. If you're a real preacher, I do this. If you're a real prophet, prophesy that to them. I'm telling you, if you're the real evangelist, lead them to the altar. I'm telling you how he does. But Jesus always has something for you here. Listen. In verse 4 it says, but he answered and said, now this is Jesus talking now. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Can I hear the church say something? Did I hear the church say something? Sounded a little quiet. Did the church say something? Listen. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone. And that's what we're trying to live by. We're trying to live by the natural. We're trying to live by a word. We're trying to live by what they say on the job, what the news said, what this one said, what the president's going to do. That's what we're trying to live by. But he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That's what I want to live by. His word. He sent his word and it healed him. Apostle Paul showed me his word is what saved, brought me to salvation. Verse 5 says, then the devil take him up into the holy city. Look at this here. And set him on a pinnacle of the temple. And he sat right here. Now he did him with the son of God. He knew better. But he did him where he can fit in, the devil. He will come in where you let him in. Yeah. Verse 6 said, and said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. You see, he tried to reverse it back to him, for it is written. He shall give his angels charge concerning thee. Oh, that devil's something serious. And that's what he'll come to you and tell you, oh, I thought you was a preacher. Oh, Barbara, I thought you was an evangelist. I thought you said this and that. Oh, yeah. I said it's written. He's going to say it is written with something. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you how he go. Verse 7 says, Jesus said unto him, it is written again. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. How about that now? Eight says, and again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain. Oh, he wasn't through. 
and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. This is him tempting the son of the true and living God. So you know he's going to tempt us. When he fought, when he comes to you with temptation, what it is you do to keep from falling into temptation or do you just fall head first and worry about repenting later? What is it to do when temptation comes your way? Listen. That devil had again taken him up into the exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. Some of, some of us would have went for that, but I couldn't do it. But some of us would have went for that because we, we're struggling right now to have it. We want to bend it. We want to know what it feels like to live in the big house. Let me tell you what it feels like. It feels like trouble. You're sleeping right now at night. You, you don't really have a whole lot to worry about. Guess what? You'll have that and much more to worry about, being robbed and all kind of things. But where God have you at right now, all you got to do is stretch out in him in prayer. Stretch out in love. Love somebody for real. And stop acting like you all that. Because you're truly not, I promise you. All your righteousness is as filthy rags. Ask the Lord. He'll tell you the truth. So look. Took him up in the high mountain. And verse 9. And said unto him, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Now you see, he's a, the devil is a fool right here. He's a real fool and he'll make a fool out of us if we allow him to. Why you say that, Bobby? The earth is the Lord. The fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein. Thank you, Jesus. You've got all power. That's no higher power. So you're not going to give me nothing talking about what you'll give me when I own it all. How are you giving me what I already own? Then said Jesus unto him, get me hence, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaves him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. That's that 11 verse right there. Uh-huh. Now, when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee. Yeah. You see this? All this takes place when we don't pay attention. All this takes place when we fake. All of this takes place when we're not giving God 100%. All of this takes place when... Our lips and our hearts are not lining up together. Yeah, all of this takes place when there's a way that seemed right to a man, but the end again is destruction. The end of the man is going to be destroyed because of what he's thinking. And all of that, you got it, and you got it like this, and you got it like that. And, and these people at these churches loving you, and you serving. Look here, get yourself together. Get yourself together. Jesus is coming back and he's looking for the true church. There is a true church. There are some people that love him. There are some people that's honoring God. There are some people that's serving God. There are some people that truly love him and it's not lip service. It's heart service and lip service. What's coming out their heart because they love him is it's coming through their mouth and the work they're doing is speaking for them. Oh, yes, it is. But we do good. Oh, but we are. And we want people to think we something. And if I'm honest with you, you're nothing but filthy rags. And we want to be looked up to. 
honey, sit down and put some clothes on. Because you're out here standing naked because you ain't got no word covering you. You ain't got no real prayer covering you. You don't have no real works unto God covering you. You're out here naked. Sit down. Go find you some clothes. Tell God to clothe you. Because only he can. We're going to wake up after a while and realize God is real. And all this long time, he, he allowed us. All this long time, he has allowed us. 2023, we must depend on Jesus. I know people say, well, we must depend on God. They're one, but I say Jesus. Because in the land, that's a rare occasion. You hear the name Jesus come across the TV, uh, unless you listen to the gospel station, the radio. You're not going to just hear Jesus out here in the world just in and everywhere. And I want it to be known the name of the true and living God's son that he sent who so loved the world. That is Jesus. We get together, these pew warmers, they get together and they will say it in the house. But in the streets, they don't want to say it. But Apostle Paul taught me some good manners. And I thank God for him this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for posting script. Brother Lewis, good morning, Apostle Boatwright. So good to see you back. We finally got that chat room fixed. I stayed on them and then they're going to tell me thank you. Because they didn't even know. And I'm sure other people chat rooms were out, you know, but I thank God for Jesus, and I thank him I stayed on top of it uh, until I got that thing fixed. So listen, we're going in with this one. This is the Ropers. Oh, I'm dry. I might be pronouncing these people's names wrong. It might be Rupers, but R-U-P-P-E-S, and I love these sisters, and I think they really sang wonderful, and I see a bunch of other people love them too, and so I want to play this one this morning, it's going to be a few minutes of it, so bear with me. And when we come back, the studio will be open. So if you have something you would like to say, please feel free this morning to press that number one and come in. Come in and let's talk about depending on Jesus. Let's come in and talk about trusting him. He's our brother. He's our mediator. He's our relative. He's our Lord and Savior. He's the way the truth, and the life, and my light. And so guess what happened? He can show us the way. He can bless us. I want to be blessed by him. Anybody else? I want to see uncommon favor and miracles and, and blessings from him. I want to see him use my hands again. I, I, I want to see him use my mouth. Yeah. I, I, I'm talking and the anointing from what he's saying, I, it's my mouth, but he's speaking. And the anointing from what he's saying, I just slayed the man right there in the spirit. All I could do is just look. Uh, no touching, none of that. Just the pure fire of his word. Yeah. The man hadn't been working and he was struggling and he needed some income. And a door didn't come open to him, but he was able to get unemployment and he didn't 
really know it, but he filled out the paperwork and he didn't think he was going to really qualify for it. I told him to go on home and check the mail. <laughs> and as I'm speaking, because see, there were some things God was dealing with him about becoming a deacon, and he was kind of fighting against it because he's looking at the people in the church and how they perceive. You know, see, in them kind of ministries, I leave. If I see people done got together and talking about, I got to go to, look here, this is not the house of prayer, this is the house of gossip. This is not the house of prayer, this is the house of foolishness. And I'm not going to be part of no foolishness. I got to go. And I walk out of there and I don't have to have another house, I got to have Jesus. Y'all hear me? I don't have to have another church building, but I do have to have another, I do have to have God and his son, they're one. I have to have them because the, the, Jesus is the mediator that takes my petitions to God. But I'm not going to sit up in him with you with no foolishness. No, ma'am, and no, sir, I'm not. I bind it up in Jesus' name. Now, once I bind it, I rebuke it and bind it up. If I don't see no difference, I know it's time to go, God. He's through with me over here. And that's another reason why I don't go to church either too fooling with him because I go to my church because of this. When I go, he got something for me to do. He he just not sending me in no building now. I'm just telling you. He got something for me to do because there's too much in the streets for me to do uh, to be tied down to a building. I'm just telling you the truth. Sitting up on the future, my amen. Uh-uh. On all this work out here to be done. Uh-huh. Folks losing their life. Children dying. Babies getting killed. Women don't know which way to turn. Mm-hmm. Men just come to trick everybody. Women and other men. Mm-hmm. Don't want to go get it for themselves. God got it for the man. Uh-huh. He don't want to go get it for himself. He wants somebody to bring it to him, whether it be a woman or a man. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. And that's not God. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing disturbing some days because I've seen men won't get the blessing so that they can help their family. Mm-mm. They won't get the blessing. I want to give him the blessing because he, he made the man first and made the man the head. Yeah, and you want to take from somebody else that he didn't give that position to, which was the woman. But she going on because she loved God and she no prayer fixes things. Not only does God hear prayer, but he answers. The man sitting up there dying. I don't let no man outdo me. I can't go to him like that. I'm a man too. You're a man, but you're not a spiritual man. You're a natural man. God is a spirit. I done heard him say all kind of crazy, weird things. I'd be like, Lord Jesus, you didn't make yourself either. He made you for his pleasure. Yeah. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. And the first of the year, he sent us some reminders. And if we have to go back to those and look at them, let's go back. Oh, we need to go back to the good old ways. And Dave, oh, we need to get on 
our knees and pray. We used to go to church on Sunday and stay all day. Hey, we need to go back. We need to go back to the good old way. Yeah, we need to go back there to the old path and take a look around. But see, we traded what was good for what was fake. We traded the real thing for imitation. Because I don't care what people say, oh, that ain't God. Honey, if you prayed, if you went back, if you were back there and you prayed and you believed God and you trusted God and you asked God to show you the way he would have. But we got sidetracked back there. But look, he brought black folks out the fields, brought black prayer. Brought black folks out of bondage. Oh, we still got some stuff going on. It ain't going to get right, right, but it's getting right enough. But we don't want to remember those days. We don't even want to teach our children about those days. We want to act like nothing never happened. Like we didn't have to pray. We didn't have to work fields with our shoes and clothes, the right clothes. We, We don't want to talk about that. God brought us out. God brought us out. And we shouldn't want to go back to bondage. A lot of us was in Lodabar because we was crippled. God brought us up, healed us, brought us up out a lot of Lodabar, but we still want to go back because it's a familiar place. I don't want to go back to dope selling. I don't want to go back to Crown Lord drinking. Marijuana smoke. I don't want to go back to clubbing. I don't want to go back to fornication. Lying, cheating, stealing. I don't want to go back to that. I want to keep it moving up the king's highway. Hey, I want to keep it moving in Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So listen, we're going to take a listen at these sisters. And uh, when we come back, the studio is open. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. And you know what? I thought uh, we were still with all this time setting thing. Looks like the, the time drags on for some reason this weekend. It was just slow. And like this morning, I feel like time is slow. <laughs> but it is all right because it's just time. And uh, I thank God for it. All right, let's go with the roots. We need to stand up for the truth and the right. We need to tell the story of Jesus everywhere we go. It's wonderful to be born again. Wonderful to have our sins washed away by the blood of Jesus. Listen to the words of this song and may it encourage you. The light from heaven. I'm glad the sun, the S-O-N, is always shining. Amen. Praise his name. Soon you'll see 
We've got a God that understands right. and yeah. takes care of his children. Amen. And surely he is our great comforter. Who is your trust in tonight? I hope it's the Lord Jesus. Amen. If it's not God that you're trusting in, then you're not trusting in the right one. That's right. Yes. Because the Lord Jesus is the way, and he's the truth, and he's the light. And I hope that your faith and your trust is in Him. If it is not, the Bible says if we confess our sins, that He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And He'll be your comfort. He'll be your guide. He'll be your strength. And He'll be your high tower. I promise you, He will never fail you. He'll never leave you, never forsake you, but he'll be a friend that will stick closer than a brother. Praise the name of the Lord. Listen to a great song that will encourage your heart and lift you up. It's called My Comfort. That could tear this hope apart 
But in the courts of life and living, there's something I've found. All kinds of dreams I dream come falling to the ground. And it seems the only purpose my dreams serve at all is to set me up again to take another call. In times like these, when I just can't understand, I can take hold of God and change your hand. When no comfort can be found, He is my voice. When I'm seeking higher ground, He
This is the kind of radio you need. Yes, Jesus is a morning radio. Old radio for real people. Hallelujah, hallelujah in the roots. And uh, I love those voices. I think they're beautiful voices. And uh, I believe that older sister, uh, not only just the two, you know, younger ones, but I believe that older sister believed in God. Hallelujah. And uh, we thank him this morning for all he has done, what he's doing right now. And what he's going to do. He sent his word. And it healed them. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It will cut out of us what shouldn't be in us. And it can restore back in and heal us. There is nothing the blood of Jesus cannot conquer or cure. Yeah, there's nothing. But we got to get serious with him. We got to have a prayer life and a Bible study life. And a life of walking in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. I'm not telling you things this morning according to what I was taught by a man or I got it from somewhere offline. I'm telling you from self-experience. Listen, he healed me. And he's healing me right now. Oh, they diagnosed me with some stuff. Yeah, you got a viral infection. Uh, you, it's not COVID. It's not the flu. And it, whatever this was, they didn't even know what it was, but it gave you asthma. Well, listen, I know the doctor that healed asthma. I know the, he, the asthma specialist. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know the God that when you have no energy, He'll give you physical energy and spiritual energy. Yeah, I know the God that when you don't know which way to go, if you ask him, he'll lead and guide you in the right path for his own name's sake. Because his name is on it, you're going to end up in a good place. Vegetables is what he told me is the way. Yeah, he didn't say bread. He didn't say meat. Vegetables is what he told me. And then he showed me some things, because y'all know I love food and I love to cook and bake. And he showed me if you use these vegetables, you're going to have energy. I like a good gumbo. But he showed me how to make a gumbo without a root. He showed me how to make a gumbo without putting any gumbo mixture in. I'm talking about it's good. The chicken, the sausage, the shrimp, the, the crab, the okra, the tomato, he, he just showed me that. Little garlic, little onion. When I do that, I can put it over cauliflower rice. Look, he even blessed us to have vegetables in ways that mashed potatoes. We love mashed potatoes, many of us. But he made a, a cauliflower mashed potato. Some people say, well, I don't like cauliflower. Well, I love it. I love eggplant. Yeah. And if you eat these vegetables... And drink water, you're going to be all right. I saw myself gain the weight. And then now I'm seeing myself lose the weight. Vegetables, God is faithful. Have to change your eat taste bud a little bit, you know, get used to some things. But work on it. Pray and work on it. God will bring us back to health. Yeah, he gives life, health, and strength. And I'm telling you, I have more energy than I had in a very long time right now. And I plan on keeping it going, keeping it going. 
cabbage, greens, yeah, organic, they say. Cost a little more, but hey, we got to do what we got to do. I want the fresh stuff. I don't want freeze dried and what you done made in the backyard, and I don't have now. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Look, the studio is open. Anyone have something they would like to say this morning? Feel free to press that number one and come in today. Yeah, we're talking about depending on Jesus, the son of the true and living God. Because without him, we can't do nothing. Yeah, he's the mediator. He's the man between us and God. And he take our petition to the Father. And I always believe this because Jesus brought it. God is going to honor it. I just always believe that because the son is not going to bring foolishness to the daddy. Oh, I feel all right this morning. Hallelujah. He's not going to bring any foolishness to the Father. Talking about Bible won't, John uh, won't carry a husband. Now, he's not going to tell the Father that because that's not what I asked for. If I want a husband, I want my own. I don't want what Carol got. He gave that to Carol. And me and Carol are not on the same page when it comes to me. We don't like the same things. Mm-mm. I'm not telling him about your ministry and what you got going on. I'm telling him about the ministry and what he got going on with me. I'm telling him about what he sent me to do. I'm praying that the father of the harvest would send more laborers. But I'm talking about the labor he called and chose me to do. Yeah. I'm talking about the prison pen pal ministry, opening up a bigger ministry for, for prisoners. I'm talking to him about, Lord, give me what I need that I can even tell men so that they can get jobs. And he told me this train at the prison, the training is free. If you want to be a bricklayer, if you want to be an electrician, whatever you want to be, they got the training at the prison. If they don't have all the training, then get the part of the training that you can work with so that when the doors, he unlock your door and set you free, you can go and get what you need because you have the training, and it was free training from the prison. Somebody needs some bricklayer. Somebody needs some electrician. Somebody needs some... Uh, a body who can do electrical work. Yeah. Yeah, organic leaves, no chemicals are insecticides. It came straight out the ground. So some vegetables and things, they spray them and all to put this stuff on them to make them last longer. Now we're talking about organic, the real foods that comes out the natural ground that God put in there. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. And see, some people don't understand it. You let the ground rest, I think it's every seven years or six years, and then you replant. We're going to talk about that later on, too, in the week. But listen, God is faithful to us, and we need to be faithful to him. We need to cut the foolishness out. Time to come out the world and let the world come out of us. He said we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Those that he saved, and we let him save us for real. It takes more than just going to church. It takes more than just uh, thanking and praying and asking God for stuff. What he's done for you, let's look at what we've done for him. What have you done for God lately? Come on, talk to me now. What have you done for God lately? Yeah. 
God is faithful and he wants us to be faithful. And again, this morning, he said that if we'll be faithful, he'll give us a crown of life that will never fade away. I want that. When I stand before him, when I go back with him, I'm from the south. I like big diamonds, big emeralds, big rubies. I like plenty of gold. It's the southern way. So when I hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant, I, I want to see what he's given me. He's going to give me a name that no one else can pronounce but him because I went in places where nobody else would go. I served people who didn't have no money. I gave to them when I didn't have it to give. Yeah, I want to be a blessing to others. I'm not rich, nowhere near. But this faithful God that I serve because I work unto him for the sake of his people, he's blessing me daily. And I want the uncommon blessings of the Lord, the kind you don't get all the time. So I'm blessed every day I wake up, clothed in the right mind, use and activity of limbs, life, health, and strength. I may not have all the health I desire, but I'm not down to the point of where I can't do nothing for myself. I still can serve somebody, maybe on the internet, it may be by phone, but I can serve somebody. And I'm thankful unto him for that. So let's depend on Jesus today. Let's stop depending on the government. Let's stop depending on self, our children, our families. No, they're not going to do it. They're only going to give you so much. God is the one that come and open the door and give it all to you. When you needed that $100, he was the one that brought it. He was the one that sent somebody by with it, somebody you never thought would think of you and just come give you $100. God did that because we're depending on him. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He's our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. He's the son of the true and living God that so loved us. He sent Jesus, that only son, that whoever would believe on him, won't perish but have everlasting life. God loves the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's us, these church folks. It's us that put uh, uh, stigmas on people. Oh, they done stole a bubble gum. Well, that wasn't so bad. Oh, but they done raped somebody. Oh, my God. No, sin is sin. There's no big sin and there's no little sin. All sin equal to death. But it's that gift of God that gives us eternal life through his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm so glad. I'm not who I want to be, but I'm not who I used to be. And it's a growing way. This is a growing way. We grow daily in him. But how do you grow, Barbara? We grow growing through God's word and through prayer. That's how we're growing. We're keeping our mind on him. It's him that's keeping us in perfect peace. Oh, I thank him today. I thank him. I thank him for a Bible study life at home, a prayer life at home. I thank him that I learned about him. Come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that kind of God this morning. And so we're thankful unto him. And this year, we're going to depend on Jesus more than any other time. This year, we want to walk more in the spirit of God than in our natural man. Yeah, we don't want to be walking in us. Because, again, today, there's a way that seems right to a man. But the end thereof is destruction. God is faithful again. God is faithful. And again, this morning, we want to be faithful unto him. So listen, we're going to one more song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio is still open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and uh, come in this morning. Hallelujah. 
Will you be my light when I cannot see? When I can't take another step, Lord, will you carry me? And when I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not want, I shall not want. Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not want. I shall not want. I shall not want. Cause my cock's running over, running over, and I shall not want. And I will lift my eyes to where my help comes from. And I won't be afraid of the shadow cause I've seen the No, I will not stop when the way gets hard. Cause the green only grows in the valley and that's where you are. Say, I shall die. Oh, God, I'm in the valley and I found my 
when this life is over, I'm gonna live again. Gonna trade this cross for a crown. No, this is not the end. And when you call my name, I will take my right. There's a mansion in glory, yeah. You're gonna meet me there. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. He will wipe every tear from my eyes. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. When he's on my side, I shall not walk. I'll be home in his presence forever. I shall not For the Lord is my shepherd in the valley. For the Lord is my shepherd when I'm lacking. For the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want more than just a radio. This is Jesus in the Morning Radio, spreading the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I love that song right there. I shall not want. Yeah, I shall not want. Anything I want, if God is not giving it to me, I don't care what it is. This means it won't work together for my good right now. Oh, but there's a day coming when it will, and he will open that door. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to dwell in him forever. Yeah. He lead me in the right path for his name's sake. Yeah. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I don't have to fear evil. Why? He's with me, his rod and his staff comforts me. It's him that prepare a table in the presence of mine enemies. He anoints my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Hallelujah. We're talking about the true God, the great God. Yeah, that true and living God that have all power, Jehovah. Yeah, he's our God. And if we'll go to him with the right motives from a sincere heart, not only does he hear, but he answers. And we just want to get it right with him this year. We're still in the month of January. We want to get it right with him before February comes. We want to start rehearsing things. Perfect practice makes perfect. We want to start rehearsing, walking to that word. No matter what come our way, we're going to revert to the word. I can't help what you got going on. I'm going to think on the word of God. Yeah. Because his word is a lamp unto my feet. It showed me the way to walk. It showed me the way to go. And a light unto my path. I can see bright and clear which direction I should take. Yeah, they hurt my feelings. I shouldn't take the direction they have wrapped against them and cuss them out. But they come against that I should pray for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They don't like me and I don't know why. I can't help it. 
What I need to do is tell God about it and ask him to show them the God in me so I can show them a bigger picture of the God that can be in them. Hallelujah. He's faithful this morning. And I do love him. I do love him today. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I can't help it because he has truly been faithful to me. He has truly been good to me. He has made ways. I didn't even know a door was even there or that the door was closed. But when the timing was right, he opened the doors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They said no. He said yes. When it all finished out, the answer was yes. When I look back at my life, I'm here to testify this morning and tell you he's that kind of God. Yeah, from the product to luxury. Listen, let me show you what he does. We work, and it looked like nothing is happening. I was working the projects and doing this and giving and giving and doing that and breaking up this. And and this looked like nothing wasn't happening. It looked like I was just working. It was my assignment. And I was happy to help these people. And a lot of them was not like me. No. They they, they, they had the form of godliness and deny the power thereof. They would talk with me, honoring God with their lips, but their heart would be far from it. And not only that, they didn't come up the same way I come up. And my, and my family home, my parents, you know, trained us. But nonetheless, I was willing. I saw some things that I could not believe. Oh, my goodness, you wouldn't have believed it either, some of us. But it was what they said it was. And I went on. In the summer, hot, hot, ooh, burning up hot, felt like 120 degrees. I'm serving free lunch to the children. I'm cleaning the center back up when the free lunch program opened to open it back up uh, the next day. Uh I'm teaching children, young girls, how to cook out the microwave and how to make easy dishes. And I'm teaching the little boys how to color and do things. Because I ain't never been a boy. I don't know what it feels to be like to feel like a boy. I knew what it was to feel like a girl. So I could help the girls more. We're taking field trips. I'm taking them to candy shops they've never been to where the people make the candy right there in front. So it's just like I'm going through a motion. It's like I'm working, you know, for free. But listen. All of a sudden, one day, he opened the door. Hey, all of a sudden, he made a way for me. Mm. I wanted a, a better car. I, I really wanted the little SUV, the small SUV. wanted better transportation. And I prayed about it, and I would tell my granddaughter, Cobrisha, I said, Grandmama's going to get us another truck. She said, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, you going to ride in the front seat with me? Yeah, Granny, yeah. I spoke that thing and spoke it to come into an existence. I was taking a lady to look for a house because they was evicting her. And my car of seven years, nine years, my car of nine years, that's that Ford Contour. Oh, I love that thing, y'all. Y'all had no clue. It broke down. And I called my daughter, and she come and got us all. And we went to Tire Plus. I called Tire Plus. They told it over there. I'm fussing with Tire Plus. Oh, y'all going to have to resurrect this baby. He said, <laughs> I was Mac at the time. He said, Miss Mac, he said, we can't resurrect the baby. You will have to have another one because this one died. I said, oh, no, I got to have this baby right here. 
resurrect and it's not he said i tell you what we can resurrect it for three thousand i said oh no we're gonna have to bury this baby um, i guess i will have another one because i don't have three thousand dollars that car sat over there at car plus for two or three days and he called me back and told me the engine was gone and this and that and the other i said okay i called and told people he brought it back to my house and on a Friday, a week late almost, on a Friday night, I was up late doing something on the internet and it come up. You need a car. And that thing just come up like that and it was bold. I said, well, I'm going to give this a try. But I don't usually do that online. I said, I'm going to give this a try. So I gave it a try the next morning around 9 o'clock. The man called me, asked me what I was looking for. I told him, asked him about my credit. I told him I gave him my information over the phone. He said, yeah, you can do all of this over the phone. I said, thank you. He said, but I'm going to have a, a salesperson to call you back in an hour. That means by 10. All right, a little after 10, come the phone rang. A lady named Gloria answers the phone, and she says, uh, Miss Mack, I said, yeah. She said, I found you something really cute. We think you would really, really love this, Miss Mack. And uh, we need you to come over and take a look at it. I said, well, the man told me I could do everything over the phone. She said, you have. She said, but Miss Mack, you can't drive this car off the lot over the phone. You got to come and get it. I said, well, I don't want to get out there and be disappointed. And, uh, you know, I'm told I'm approved. And then I, she said, Miss Mack, we wouldn't do you like that. Would you come out and take a look at this? And if this is what you really want, it's yours. I got the same daughter, took me out there. She's looking crazy. She's looking at the grandbaby crazy like you and your grandmama always got some stuff cooked up, but I'm going to let y'all have it. So we all got in this the uh, 2010. I wasn't 2000. It was in 13, but it was a 2010 Toyota RAV4. And we went for a ride. You talking about clean? That thing looked brand new. And uh, so we come back. My daughter said, well, mama, y'all got a car. I'm going to go. I said, well, all right. We'll see you later. And I went in and did a little paperwork signing and didn't take me 45 minutes, you hear me? And I was out of there. Me and Cole Breach was on the road coming on back across the Arlington Expressway Bridge. And she said, ooh, Grandmama, this feels good in here. I said, it does, doesn't it, Cole Breach? She said, yeah, ooh, Grandmama, it's so nice. I said, yeah, we thank God for it, don't we? I said, we do, Cole Breach. And I went on. In the project with the new truck. Well, it was a used truck, but it was new to me. And I went on and had that for almost two years. Well, had it for two years, almost through paying for it. And I get another letter in the mail because I kept saying this. I said, I'm going to get a new truck. I said, this was a nice truck. God really blessed me, but I want brand new. I want to tear the paper off it myself. I get the letter in the mail. Listen to me today because I'm speaking to somebody. Hey, glory, hallelujah, do it, God, today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I get a letter in the mail. I can't make out the man's name. I know it's a man, but I can't make his name out to know what the name really say. But it says to take this letter over to Ernie Palmer, Toyota. I take the letter over there, and I'm talking to the lady about what I want. She get the letter and go in the finance office. You see all of these people rush up to the window looking at me. I said, well, what is going on? Well, I sat there nice and quiet. She come back out. She said, well, what is it you looking for? She was all excited. I said, well, I just want that 2015 Toyota RAV4. 
and I would like to have that in silver. She went out and she said, well, we don't have any more silver, but we do have a charcoal gray. And I just pulled it up right there. Come on, let's test drive it. Brand new. I think that truck may have had four miles on it, if that. I got in there, and she just plugging my phone up and everything. I'm looking at her. Oh, don't don't unprogram my phone from my old truck now, because I may not, you know, take this truck. She programmed everything. I took off. Oh, my goodness. I said to myself, I got to have this truck. So we went on back to the dealership. And I said, you know what? I said, I really don't need a new truck. I'm just wanting one. She said, well, i tell you what you do. Drive this one off. Let it spend the night at your house. If you don't want to be here 10 o'clock in the morning, bring it back, and we'll give you your truck back. I said, okay. As I was peeling out the parking lot, I said, Lord, I want this truck. I said, but God, if you give it to me, you are going to have to make the payments on it because I can't. And you know that I can't, but I know that you can he gave me that truck. What was that, five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago? Truck paid off now. But I'm telling you what he will do for you if you will make him the Lord of your life, if you make him the God of your life, if you make him the head of your life, if you give him the first fruit of everything that you think belongs to you, if you're walked in the spirit and don't fulfill the lust of the flesh, if you're willing to work for him for free and stay faithful at it, God is going to bless you. So I'm looking for overnight wonders, instant microwavable blessings. No, wait on God. Because what he's going to bring you, you'll never have to cry over it, worry over it. None of that. That truck, they never even threatened to come take that truck. You hear me? So this is what we got to do. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus. Healing, he's a God that healeth thee. He heal all manner of sickness and disease. That I'm telling you today, there's nothing too hard for him to do, but you got to depend on him. You got to trust him. You got to believe in him. Keep your prayer life. Keep your Bible study life. Train yourself that when things come up, you revert back to the word. Whatever the word said about it, that's what you're going to stand on. And you will be all right. Hallelujah. More than all right. In Jesus' name. Listen, we're going to pray out this morning. And after prayer, we'll have our final song. This week, invite somebody to come with you and just call the number. And by just telling your good friend, just tell hey, look, call this number with me this morning. And if you don't like what you hear, hang up. And if you can't stay but five minutes, stay five minutes and go. But call in with me. Yeah. God want to move this week in the blessings, uncommon blessings. And if you get the people here, he's going to uncommonly bless them. They may not stay, but they come at the blessings of God. So do that this week. Invite your family, invite your friends. Just call this number, please. Yeah, and it's already all right today in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning for your word. Again, today your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. And Father, you sent your word and it healed. Sanctify us today through that truth, for that word is truth. We thank you, Lord, that we can depend on you. We thank you when nobody else is there, you're always around. We thank you this morning because you're the God that loves us 
You so loved this, you sent your only begotten son. You so loved this, you found a way to redeem us back to you. We're grateful unto you this morning. Father, we appreciate you and we love you. We give you all that we have today. Take it, God, and make us who you would have us to be. Let your will line up with our will. Lord, we want our will to line up with your will. We want to be an obedient people in 2023. We don't want to worry about the things we worried about last year. God, we want to move past those things. Oh, and look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you, Father, the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. As we depart this morning, Father, we ask that you would touch and heal every heart. Fix it this morning and regulate every mind. Those that are going through pains and sufferings and been diagnosed with different illnesses and different things. God, we ask that you would touch and heal this morning in the name of Jesus. We know you to be the great physician, the God that healeth thee. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it for your people today. Father, we bring Minister Hendricks before you this morning, asking that you would touch and heal his body, God. Make him over. Make him brand new like nothing ever happened to him. And remind him, God, that you called him to a higher calling in the name of Jesus. Bless his family. Bless his wife this morning, oh God. Or continue to give her the patience uh, and the strength to bless her husband in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Father, bless my God, baby Laura, this morning. Touch and heal her body. Give her more than she needs. Lord, give her spiritual energy like she's never had before. And let the friends come together unto you, lifting up your name because each one of those women, God, you've called them to ministry. And Lord, I ask that you would straighten it out for them. Give them a clear picture. Lead and guide them. Show them the way to go, that they'll work unto you while it's day because when night come, no man can see. Bless Sion this morning and her family. God, during their bereavement, Lord, we ask that you would move in a mighty way in strength for these your people. Help today, oh God. You know what's best for us. And Lord, when you take someone home, you allow them to leave. You know your purpose and your plan. And Father, you've been good to us. We trust you. And so we trust you doing a bereavement. We trust you doing death as well, oh God. Strengthen Buddy. Strengthen a husband, oh God. And strengthen his family in the name of Jesus. Help today, Lord. Move today, Lord, by your spirit in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you this morning. Bless every caller and every listener. Bless Irene this morning. Strengthen her in you, oh God. And Lord, let her know what you're looking for in these last and evil days. In the name of Jesus, make it clear unto her. Hallelujah. Bless the sustainer this morning. And Father, we ask that you would bless Brother Anthony. In the name of Jesus, you know what they need today. Bless Dorothy Goodman, oh God. Moved by your spirit in a mighty way. Brother Lula, Apostle Boat, right this morning. Father, you know what your people need. You supply need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We ask this week, God, that you would move in uncommon favor, in common blessings, and in common miracles. Lord, we ask that we would plant seeds of $3 everywhere, that we can plant them, that the harvest is just springing up everywhere. In the name of Jesus, we have people we want to bless. We have things we would like to do. Do it today in the name of Jesus. Bless Prophetess Coretta God this morning.
And, Lord, we ask that you would move for this woman in a mighty way. You see what she's trying to do. And, Lord, I believe you're going to open every door. And, Lord, I believe you won't have, she won't have to ask for a dime for nobody. That, God, you're going to do it for her in the name of Jesus. You're going to send what she needs. Do it today in the precious name of Jesus. Bless Brother Louis, God. Move, 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 move for him and share it, God. Oh, bless the house, Mr. Mason. Bless his son. Have mercy this morning, oh God, and strengthen them today. Let them go backwards and not forward in age. Let them go back in strength in you, God. Oh, that hallelujah. Everybody around them will be amazed. Do it, Lord, for your glory in the name of Jesus. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Bless your people here. Bless the prayer club and prayer request club. God, move by your spirit. Bless freedom doors. Hallelujah. Move, Lord, in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning for the opportunity to take some time out to talk to you. And, Lord, we just thank you. We can't make it without you. Bless those that are incarcerated, Father, those that are in every branch of the military widows and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people everywhere, oh God. Israel and Jerusalem, have mercy this morning, oh God. Bless all our brothers and sisters overseas. And Father, continue to bless America and the leadership of America and have mercy this morning. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Bless us going out this morning. Father, bless us coming in. Again, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We ask it all one more time in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for carrying the petition to the Father. We thank you this morning. We thank you. We can't thank you enough, for there's none like you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful, Father, unto you for all you've done already, all what you're doing right now, and what you're going to do. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one as our closing song. And uh, after this song, I won't be back today. We pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. And look, don't y'all forget, if it's only one person, say, hey, call into this number. Come with me and just call this number and listen. If you don't like what you hear, just hang up. You don't have to stay. Yeah. But I just need my friends to uh, help me out with something over here because God is doing something. Uh-huh. And it's already again this morning. I love saying it. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, okay, we're going to this one. Come on, everybody. Get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.